go. This episode of Geek Out Loud, a new friend of the show stops by to talk about Solo, a Star Wars story. We're going to get into the wars. On your safe place to geek out, this is the Geek Out Loud podcast. Welcome again to Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out on the internet. In a world of internet uh, confusion, in the words of The Temptation, to paraphrase, to paraphrase The Temptations, a big world of internet confusion, um, we are the podcast where it's okay to just talk about stuff. It, it, there's not going to be any name calling here. There's not going to be any, any of the... Uh, we're not going to run anyone off the show. Or off the feed just because maybe we disagree on some things. This is your safe place to geek out. I am Steve Gloss, and I'm glad to be along with you. And we're talking solo on this episode because I haven't had a chance to yet. And and let's be honest, you demanded it, so I always do what you tell me to do, gosh. Um, but before we get into all that, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's been supporting us over at Patreon. Right now at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. We've got a new Forceology coming soon with myself and Shaz Bazaar. And uh, we are doing weekly early release episodes of The Big Honkin' Show. We record The Big Honkin' Show live on Fridays, usually. And then the show goes out to the masses via the radio airwaves on AM 1440 WGIG out of Brunswick, Georgia. Um, it goes live uh, on those radio airwaves on Saturday mornings, Saturday evenings, and Sunday afternoons. And then on Mondays, you can go to Patreon, and for $3 a month at Patreon, you can weekly get that release. After the big crash of 2017, of all the website stuff and everything, The Big Honkin' Show was one of the last that we've been kind of breathing life back into. And what we've been doing is releasing in chronological order uh, the, the old episodes of The Big Honkin' Show. We've gone through that first age with myself and Buck. We've gone through the, uh, the second... A, or we're in, we've gone through the second age with Buck and myself in my living room, and now we're into the third age of the Big Honkin' Show, which are almost lost episodes, if you will. These are episodes, a lot of these are episodes that never got posted in the first place, and they're the, from the daily morning show when we were on WHJD down out of Hazelhurst, Georgia, and uh, they're horrible. It is bad, but there is a little bit of gold in there, and what's happening in that time frame is the it's the it's the coming of age it's the coming of age for the big honkin show 
It is the rise of the Twitter Zoo Crew, which would later become the Mixler Zoo Crew. It is the uh, the discovery of the Animapocalypse is in there. Um, the realization that Florida is just, you know, guano crazy. It is, um, it, it's all these things. So if you're a Big Honkin' Show listener, for $3 a month, you can get up-to-date episodes because these things probably won't be posted on the actual podcast feed for a year or so at the rate that things are going. So, um... You uh, so so if you want to be a part of of the Patreon, you can do so over there. For three dollars a month, we'll get you Forceology and the Big Honkin' Show, uh, Forceology Monthly, Big Honkin' Show Weekly, and we appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. We're going to get that Goldiverse Wall of Fame back up and cracking soon. Otherwise, if you can't do that, if you're like, I can't really help you with the Patreon, here's what you can do: head over to geekoutpodcast.com or geekoutonline.com and use the links there to Amazon to do your Amazon shopping. It really does help the show out when you do that. It helps all the shows out when you do that. And and I don't mind telling you, I need your help. So uh, so if you use, if you use any of those links that you find, uh, particularly things like Audible or to the Amazon Prime Music and that sort of thing, those are those are really good. But also we'll have Fandango links over there. Think Geek links, some Entertainment Earth links at those places. All of these ways, shopping at those places through those links really helps out the show, and we appreciate your support of the Big Honkin' Show through that now then uh because i ain't got time to waste we're going to talk about how we met this each other and how we've come how we clashed into into this ball of greatness that you see before you today ladies and gentlemen uh in studio for lack of a better term studio in the room in the bedroom in my house it's been converted into an office slash place to record podcasts uh is my good friend. I'm going to call him my good friend. All the way from Rome, Georgia. We have someone in... This is this is new. Because this is someone who's in the town with me. Who is willing to sit down on Geek Out Loud with me. And discuss the, the geeky things. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Lucas Butler. Hello, Lucas. Hello, greetings and salutations, friends. Now, see, you're doing the thing that all the amateurs do. You feel like you got to play on the microphone. Oh, you want me to play? Is there action no, figures to play on no, the microphone? No, no, no. The, see, now you're talking regular. That's okay, what I want from I'm, you. <laughs> I, mean, I'm just, yeah. I just thought it would be an uh, interesting intro. Yeah. So, and you really need to clean up your bedroom. That's true. So. That's true. You have Did you no throw idea. me a pillow? You have no idea. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying this is my bedroom. Oh, I'm saying that this is, okay. for all intents and purposes in this house, this is a bedroom that I've converted into an office space that okay. is also used as a recording studio. And. The fact that you, I'm the first person to come over, does that mean that I may not leave here? You're not the first person to come over here. This is... Okay. In my, in my experience, understand where I started out right. uh, down in Hazel Hell, Georgia. Hazelhurst, Georgia. What did you say? Hazel Hell, Georgia. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, it is, it is, the, it is okay. like the seventh circle oh, okay. of, of hell. Um, when you read Dante's Inferno, it's like it begins in Hazelhurst, Georgia. <laughs> um, it is the most soul-sucking place. A lot of love for that town. No, none. Um, <laughs> Thank you, listeners. And, and one of the reasons I started this podcast and, and before the podcast, right. my blog, is because I didn't really have an outlet of people to kind of yeah. sit around and talk about this stuff with. And so I thought I'm going to take something I've always wanted to do. When podcasting came around, I'm like, yes, I'm going to podcast. I'm gonna, I've always wanted to do on radio. I've always cool. wanted to be, you know. Be, and so I'm like, well, I'll start a podcast. And, and if no one listens, that's fine. At least I get to get an outlet oh, about sure, this. Oh, sure, yeah. And so I would just sit down in front of a mic and talk about the geeky things that I loved that week or that couple of weeks or whatever the case right. may be. And um, and so I never really had friends in that town who could 
on you know come to my house and sit down and record you know and it I was all bad for being silly no 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 it's fine it's all right. and no it's I'm great gonna leave cause I, my no we're all broken. about being silly here we're all about <laughs> being silly here it's fine listen i am i i have a reputation amongst podcasters of coming on shows and derailing them oh okay you know, so yeah so if it gets done to me turnabout's fair play <laughs> okay but as a as there a, is a conspiracy. There's a group as, of people outside. That okay, but what these what these people don't understand that as a professional derailer, I know how to get it back I, on track. Yeah, I better be quiet. Actually, I derail myself all the time. People in the chat will tell Confirmed. you. Confirmed. Yeah. Oh, well, you've seen it. You've been there. Yeah, you've been, done this on yeah. the sales we've done and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, what I mean is, is like there's not. I've had people in here recording. I, our good friend Shaz Bazaar from down in Dothan, Alabama, right. came up and you know when we did our marathon back in January, you know, and he sat in all day and. Um, but it's rare that anyone local, local gotcha. yeah, is here to, oh, to cool. do this thing. You know, no what one, is it honor? It's an honor. So. Well, it's hey, it's great hey. to have you. It's an honor to have you. Oh, cool. Thank so you. Lucas is known on people will know you though they don't know. Longtime listeners of the show, oh, is that and right? not even that longtime listeners. Uh, when was the last Jedi released? Back in uh, December. Yeah, yeah. So when was Force Friday? Was that September? It's usually it's September, I believe. Okay. Right? So, long-time listeners will know of you as Lethargic Chewy. Oh, yeah. so I do have that reputation. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> I can imagine some of the things that were said. Well, I mean, it I was... I may have to go back in the oh, archives was, just to hear it. No, that. it was all very nice. I'm trying to find the episode number right now. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I was in an episode number. Yeah, yeah. It's it would have been... Uh, it wasn't the Lethargic Chewy episode, was it? No, no, no. It okay, was, good. Because really, what, what overcame that was the story of me actually finding a, a Black Series Hera. And the three uh. and three quarters inch old Luke. Because if you recall, well, let me just start. Let's let me let me make sure I got everything straight. You and I, we met through. Uh, it's episode two seventeen from September eighth of two seventeen. Okay. Uh, Adventures in toy hunting. Oh, um, sweet. I I actually kind of spoke to you guys at the Rogue One Force Friday right. at Toys R Us. Um, I do remember that. I don't remember the extent of our conversation. There wasn't, there wasn't much at all. It's kind of like, hey. Yeah, it was like, hey, hey. Like, you guys seem like the most um, normal oh. normal of the people that were there. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. And and so I was like, well, these guys are pretty cool. And I really thought that you guys were too cool for me. You know, Buster has this, our was friend it, Buster has this has this way of carrying himself that is like, oh, he's really cool. Is like, it our T-Bird jackets? Is that what it was? Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe and so, <laughs> so at the, at, the last Jedi Force Friday, I, I pull up. I wasn't going to do midnight anything, right? And uh, and I had some friends who were like, "Oh, you got to, you got to." And so they kind of, and I had nothing else going on, so I said, "Okay." So I, I pull up to Toys R Us, and <laughs> and I'm just sitting out in the parking lot talking to people, and it wasn't quite midnight, and there was only that, you know, what eight, yeah, ten, that, ten people. Yeah. That were same lined people up. as before. Yeah, yeah, it was the exact same. I people. think some of them actually lived behind the Toys R Us they, in the dumpster. Yes, um, and so it's a lot of great product. And so as I pull up, I'm looking, and there's there's just this dude dressed as Chewbacca walking around, and he's just casually walking around, and he may take a picture here or there. <laughs> Not that there were many people to take pictures yes, with. Exactly. There weren't like a ton of photo opportunities. I think that was the police. And uh, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, and then he walks away. Chewie walks away. From everyone and just kind of leans against the wall and just kind of runders around and and so I'm like this is the most lethargic Chewy I've ever seen in my life and and so I actually pulled out the phone and filmed lethargic <laughs> Chewy and sent it to my friends who were in other because also Toys R Us at this moment did not have any parking lot lights on right there was no like welcoming they they were ready for us to come but they well they 
they intended to be open at midnight. Right. I'm not going to say they were ready for us. <laughs> they were never ready. But yet. um, but everything was dark. And I'm like, and here's this weird, just lethargic <laughs> Chewy walking around. And I'm like, and that's what I began to call you. But now on your end of things, right? You were under that Chewy mask. Yes. You are lethargic Chewy. I, I yes, I'll embrace that title. But after years of therapy, in your defense. Very hot under there. Very oh, extremely hot. Awkward situation. Awkward situation. Uh, the lethargic chewy has had an upgrade since then, but oh yeah, yeah that was yeah. version one point. No, actually maybe that was before the new mask. Yeah. So I guess it was one point oh. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of ventilation in there. Yeah. It was hot. It was a hot day. Uh, and two, let's just be realistic. I try to portray Chewy as he really is. I know we see just we see snapshots in okay. the movies. All right, <laughs> Chewy's just like everybody else. Yeah, he has good days. Right, he has bad he has days. bad days. He has tired moments. Yeah, he has I'm excited moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a tired moment. Yeah, well, of course. And you I was were. trying to be realistic to sure. the character. Of course you were. And I was really hot. Right. Well, so. yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. To be fair to you, it was super hot. Um, you had to pee. I, I did. You know? I did that. <laughs> And you've got to remember, we're in northwest Georgia. Yeah. People are looking for Sasquatch. That's all. Oh, I tried that's not true. to be that's in the true. open. So when I made my way yeah. over to the trees, natural habitat, yeah, right. I made my way over to the trees trying to hide. Yeah. Uh, and I was hot. Yeah. And she was having a bad day. Well, and, and, and the truth of the matter is, and then they bring out Jeffrey, oh. the giraffe. Yeah, that was pleasant. And, and it's like, and he's carrying a Kylo Ren lightsaber. And I'm like, You've positioned yourself to come out here and be a bad guy. Did they give you a lightsaber to fight him? I don't. I don't remember. It was uh, something weird that went on, and I just felt like they pitted you two against each yeah. other. And that, I mean, for a child that would have been there right. in the middle of the night. First off, there's other issues. Yeah, with that. Uh, but if, well, there were some children there. That's true. Uh, there was, it that, was disturbing. That's true. That wasn't. Was it the kid in the Darth Maul suit? Or was that one of the other? That was one of the other ones you must have done. So there were (laughs) just some kids that were like, "I can't wait to go in," and then there were people that were there just like, "I heard they were doing it, so I thought I'd come see what I could do," you know. Yeah. And then you had like these really weird people, who were just like, "I mean, they're your standard, yeah, you know, Uh, Uber nerds." And yeah, they're just talking about all kinds of stuff that I'd never heard of. Yeah, horror movies and stuff and everything. I was like, "That's not." And so I just slip into the back of the line, and I'm just standing there judging everybody as I do. (laughs) And um, that's fair. And and as you recall, <laughs> as you recall, they open the doors. Right. We go in. Yeah, we go in, and they had nothing on the shelves. Oh, that was disappointing. And then that one dude took all the loops. Oh. He took all the loops. We saw him later, looking for more. I think I walked out of there with uh, the Hot Wheels two pack of the Luke character car and the Ray character car, and that's all I walked out of Toys R Us with. And so then becomes the race to get to Walmart. Right. Right. And I think I even bypassed West Rome Walmart and went straight out to the East Rome Walmart. Did you? I think so. Or yeah. maybe I because we were coming out of uh, maybe I East did go. Maybe I did run out. by. Maybe I did run by the West Rome Walmart yeah. real quickly. Yeah. But I was in and out, and right. so then I head out to the East Rome Walmart, which for those of you, I mean, no one really knows what we're talking about, yeah. but <laughs> it's a it's a it's a little drive yeah. to get oh, yeah, up yeah. there, and so it takes like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when no. there's no traffic it's, it's five or six minutes no, i mean yeah. it is For, across Rome, town yeah. Yeah. it's not a huge town but and it's so it's bigger than what i ever lived in I have, oh is that right of course well, Hazel, you know, Hazelhurst I, was the size of this desk you know, i've had you know lived in houston and nashville so yeah like, well right so once well once you've lived in houston yeah you know yeah that's life um but you <laughs> but so i pull into east rome walmart right. and as i'm getting out you and our friend Buster yeah. come walking out. And you're like, don't even bother, buddy. Don't even. Yeah. Like, this they, is a waste of time. They said they'll have it at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. 
<laughs> and so we we strike up a con. Sure. I don't. You guys struck up a conversation. Yeah, because we we obviously noticed you from earlier right. in the night. Yeah. and then, you know before. And so I'm like, oh man, the cool Rogue One guys are talking to me now. You know. <laughs> and sorry, we didn't have another jacket for you. No, it's TV fine. Jacket. It's fine. It was alright. Um, the one we usually carry on was being altered. And so. and again, this this story from my point of view is really recounted on episode two seventeen ah, of the show. Um, because like we we spoke, we were ah. super friendly. Found out you know you worked at the church. Sure. And, of course, it was the one guy who's not in full time <laughs> ministry that brought up church. It was an evaluation for me. Actually, That's, it was a discipling <laughs> moment. I was like, I'm going to watch and see if Buster can step up to the plate That's and right. be faithful to the call of the Great Commission. That's right. He did. He yeah, passed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just a bad pastor. Yeah. Well, um, you, I think you sensed the need to play that role. For okay. Me. Well, thank you for taking yes. it up for me that way. Yes. You're, you're better. You're good. You're better at that than I am. You're better at making excuses, apparently. Than I am. <laughs> yeah, well, but the rest is like you go to church anywhere, and I'm like, well, I'm a pastor, and <laughs> and so that led into a whole string of discussion right. and everything. And um, and and thank God that I said I told you the name of the church, Lakeview Baptist Church, right, and yeah. everything because. And I said, yeah, just reach out to me sometime because I didn't give you a number. Right. I didn't ask for your number, even right. though we all have these miraculous things called yeah. cell phones. <laughs> and uh, and so, or else, you know, the friendship would have died on the vine right there. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. But um, the funny moment about that night is you guys are pulling out of the parking lot and I'm getting in the car to leave. And I crank up and I go to put it in reverse. When I go to put it in drive, nothing happens. Ah. Like my my little shifter cable or whatever broke apparently in that moment. It's one thirty in the parking lot. Well, had to call Walmart. a had to call a tow truck and everything, and it was just like, oh, this is yeah, this is not good. But um, yeah, if we had exchanged numbers, you could have called us. Could have called you immediately. Said, get back here. I hey need guys, someone to stand with me and wait. Bring the fifty seven um, Chevy back. That's right. That's right. The fifty seven Chevy. <laughs> Sorry, in living your, in a dream in world. Your tea jacket. <laughs> in my T jacket. Um, Does those even match up in the right timeline? I don't think so. Uh, but it's okay. Um. And and so then we started kind of getting together, and, and one of the things you do is you're part of a group on Facebook that right. does, like, toy sales and that sort of thing, uh-huh. Star Wars toy sales and everything. And you've Action allowed, Alley Toy Mafia. Action Alley Toy Mafia. And you've let me sit in with you All right, yeah. a time or two on your sales, and I appreciate that. You've even helped me sell some stuff. And, yeah. And, uh, and I think, I, you know, I, I was really worried. The first time we did it, there were several of us, and I was really worried that I was going to just, well, I did make one person not like me. Oh, oh well, Brad. Brad's working through it. Yeah, he's working on it. He's working through it. He's never come back, but he's no, working he, through right, it. Right, right. We did have breakfast with us yes, that day. That's, that's, so. I don't know why I sat at that other table. But yeah. it's still, it was in that same Wait, yeah, building. Yeah, it was in the same building. In the I sa- think we may have had the same server. We made eye contact. Yeah, he yeah, made no. eye contact. It was brief. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but I was. I was like, oh, man, I, I've got to go and be on my best behavior. And I wasn't. Oh, and, it was great. Uh, I remember that first show. You carried it, man. I was ready. I was had items, you know, put them up. This was a for, for sale. But you had all the background information and everything like that. I really let my geek flag fly. Well, that was great. That's yeah. what it, I mean. That's the format to let it fly. That's One right. of the many. Right, right. So, uh, talking yeah. the Star Wars toys and everything. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, we would sit there and you would talk and we'd be like, how does he know that? <laughs> I didn't know that there's a difference in his painted boot or not painted boot. No, I didn't know that. We found that out oh, together. Okay. That was something new. Well, there was other stuff. Yeah, there was, was other stuff that came out. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah. We got, this is the right connection. So it was all worked out just, yeah. just perfect. By the way, the painted boot or not painted boot, the Hoth version of hand, the vintage yes. Hoth version of hand, there are yeah. two things. One is the, is it the, the boot, the color of the boots are, mold, are actually the color of the plastic and the other right. is it's painted. Right. And, um, 
Yeah, it's pretty clear to see once you actually yeah. know, hey, there is a difference here. You usually look down the foot pegs, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, since that moment, actually, holes. yeah, peg holes. Um, since that moment now, I can I can tell the difference in painted and not painted stuff. So. Yeah. I, that was something new I found out that night. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I, well, my thing is, is, is most of what I do like this is audio as you see right yeah and so there has to be audio as you see that's kind of, funny mm, <laughs> so, that's well done well yeah. played yes. I, I, yeah uh, you know so so i get there's a running joke amongst my uh-huh. listeners that, that i'm scared of dead air oh and so the last thing that i wanted to do was come on there and have a sale with their four guys right you know running around doing stuff to to pull this thing off smoothly right there's no reason for there to ever be dead air and just people staring at yeah. item on the screen well, I, like, not, I mean i think that you know, makes our, our I had to qvc it up yeah our our sales are totally different than a lot of the others because now some of them fabricate this or that and try mm-hmm. to fill it but i mean our our air is not i would never say it's dead it's right. always got good content uh and that's why a lot of the folks that that buy from us or hang out just hang out with us yeah. a part of it and say well we love those yeah because i mean you get all kinds of information i mean obviously most of it's coming from you um but um yeah it's, and it's you've fun. really gotten into that though. Like oh, this I has have, become yeah. like like it's become your hobby to buy and sell Star Wars. It toys. has. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, though, I'm kind of taking a step back in it sure. right now. Well, uh, summertime. Gotta, summertime. Yeah. My, my kids are out of school. Got to do. Um, uh, Got to do. Sounds like they're on obligation, hanging over my neck. No, <laughs> Got to do baseball. Got to do. Boys are real active in baseball, but yeah, gonna hang out with them some more. Ministry obviously. Yeah. Uh, picks up uh, in the summer. So I'm taking a step back in that. But that being said, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You yeah. know, looking for really cool items. And I have a huge collection as far as photos. You really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so you take, take pictures of everything. of everything. So I've had it in my possession right. at one point. You take, you take photos of it in your in your Star Wars room, that's and right. you're like, look at what I've got. You know, yeah. For about three days. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? And I think, though, there's something to that. Yeah. Because you do keep the stuff that you really love and the stuff that is yours. Right. And... But there is something neat to have, you know, uh, one of the last 17 original Kenner figures pass through your hands, you know, and be in your possession for even a brief time. Right. And, you know, before it moves on to the next person. And it's just kind of a really cool idea. And and it's also fun to go on the hunt. Like, Mm -hmm. this is one of the things that has kind of revived the hunt for collectors like yourself and myself. You know, what... Once we realize, or for me personally, once I realized that Hasbro was going to do just a junk job right. at distribution and everything, I just turned to Amazon. You know, I turned to the online stuff. But now in searching for stuff to have stock for your sales and everything, right. you're doing all these different, like, oh, sure, you yeah. know, Craigslist and yeah, Facebook um, Marketplace Facebook Marketplace huge. and stuff and, yeah. and finding stuff to, to just for the purpose of selling. Right. And And it's just, to me, it's like, that was always some of the fun of collecting for me right. is the hunt. Yeah. You know, and, and finding these things and finding, you know, people that have this stuff and then and then and then working with them to try to remove it from their person. Right. And so Yeah, it's a it's a different kind of hunt. And two, where we live, there's not a lot of places to hunt. Right. You know, as we already talked about our retails are no good around here. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got, you know, a couple well, really one specialty shop and it's having a hard time. Um so yeah, you do, and the age we live in, just as you know, right now, you know, you're broadcasting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have access to all kinds of other collections, yeah. and just being able to 
match it up and be able to get that. Where did so. you go for that last big collection? You uh, Facebook Marketplace. Right, but and, where where in the, oh, where uh, geographically? Uh, he was in Athens, Tennessee. Okay. With us living in Rome, uh, we met in Chattanooga. So okay, we both drove that's by right. I knew you had to drive the yeah. distance. So and that it. was a sweet collection. I mean, Man. and there's some of that I kept for myself, not yeah. much, mm-hmm. but you know, it's right. And I think it was maybe the first first sale you were there mm-hmm. uh and uh i think it was a uh, last 17 Han and carbonite yes had. Mm-hmm. and you said man i just want to hold it right and, exactly and I, you know, and I was honestly i was just in the mindset of like hey let's get this stuff i know folks will like it yeah. and i thought for a moment in that in that moment that you had that moment mm-hmm. i was like you know what this is a piece of toy history yeah there's nothing wrong with yeah okay yeah we're selling or whatever but just to sit here and just you know savor this for a moment right and I know? think that's one of the things that's been fun is because yeah. there are things that have come through oh yeah and and I look at you I'm like can I touch that yeah. can I hold that you know and yeah. and and it's just kind of cool to like because I never had seen a Han in carbonite yeah. but from that original Kenner line you know the, the the with the big old thick neck Han yeah. and everything and same thing with like an original General Lando and right. that sort of yeah. stuff. It's like these are things that never ever passed through my hands as a collector, as a kid. Right. You know when I was getting toys and everything, and so it's just kind of cool to be like, look at this, you know, and yeah. and um, and then too the carded stuff that comes through. You know, I, I love the vintage collection that Hasbro is doing and has mm-hmm. done. I guess maybe they just did one wave of vintage collection this time around. <laughs> I don't know. I, guess. I don't know. To see how things are going. Um, but. Uh, but those old vintage cards and everything—it's uh, just really cool to see those and to, and, and and just it the flood of memories that hit when you see a, a old Star Wars figure on an original card, whether it's Empire card or a Jedi right. card, you know, you're just like, wow! Uh, it's like I just go back to a wall of Star uh, Wars too. figures and having to pick one, you know, yeah. and I go back to Christmases where it's like. You mean there's more than one Star Wars figure, <laughs> you know, in my pile, and it's just like, and, and just getting to open them, and right. you know, and and remembering, oh, I remember they had that, and I lost that, you know, staff, right. or I lost this thing or that gun, and and it's just so. Yeah, I remember that as well. I'm I remember as a kid going into Sears, mm-hmm. and there being a, a wall. Yes, there, yeah, and just going, and and I remember that, and for some reason this day, and I remember picking up, I want the Lando. Oh wow! Orlando yeah. from uh, Empire Strikes Hello, Back. Hello, Lucas. Yeah, hello, <laughs> Lucas. Uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, any any opportunity to get a little Chewbacca action too. So okay, yeah. Let me ask you about that because because yeah, yeah. you are, um, I am lethargic Chewbacca. You lethargic. are lethargic Chewie. Yes, but you do have a genuine. He's your favorite Star Wars character. Yes, yes. How did that come about? Like, what is what is what is that about? What's that journey look like? Yeah. Did I, how did I get there? Um, when I was a kid, uh, or really young, uh, I got a stuffed uh, Chewbacca. Uh, one of the ones, and you may have seen them from the 70s. Now they just like, it looks like a mop. I wish that I was not bound to a microphone right now. Oh, you've got I'd, one here. I'd go grab him right now. Yeah, I've got one. So, you mean this one? Yeah. I've and got he has one. like the weird sewn on mouth yes, underneath? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Now, the one I have, which was my original one, does not, no longer has his bandolier or of whatever. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. That was one of yeah. the first things to go. Uh, but I got that, and then I just kind of had an affinity for Chewbacca mm-hmm. ever since then. Uh, you know, I've I've dabbled in a, a like for this or that, but Chewbacca is always where I was kind of come come home. How so. old were you when the original Star Wars? Uh, when the original, I was just uh, one. Okay, yeah. I was so you're one. just like a year older than me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All so, right. but I, you know, I don't I don't know exactly what age I got that, um, mm-hmm. but that was one of my first Star Wars yeah. deals. I have, like I say, he's somewhere in there, right? In in that room in there, and I <laughs> wish, like I, that's one of these moments where I wish I could just, if I were in the old, if I were in the old studio yeah. star wars slash star wars room i could have spun my chair around 
grabbed him and been like, you talking about this guy right here? And then I would have cried right here. Oh, that's, oh, then I wish I'd have pulled out all my chewy stuff. Missed missed opportunity. Man, that does suck. (laughs) Um, No, but that's where it started. And, uh, and, you know, I think for all collectors, there's, there's times where we're heavy into collecting mm -hmm. and down, but I've always kind of just kept my eye out for, for cool. Well, because Chewy's an interesting, as far as collecting goes to me, because he, on one hand, he's he's some he's he's a character that is easily transferable into, you know, collecting stuff. I, I remember you know those old school ceramic mugs from back in the day. You right, know, Chewy yeah. was one of them. Right. And, yeah. Um. And and a lot of times when if you want a plushie, like it was Chewy was going to be the oh, perfect yeah. you know was, option for that and that yeah, sort of thing. Furball. But when it comes to the action figure, you know, back in the day, it was. Same Chewy mode. with his little, yeah, <laughs> yes. Chewy with his little, the, he had Stars. one of the most unique guns of everybody. Yeah, that's you know. true. That's true. But there wasn't much you could do differently with him. No. And no. when the modern Star Wars figures come along, you know, like you got Chewy with the droid on his back, yeah. you got Chewy with, uh, you know, with his goggles and his little thing yeah. fixing the Falcon. Yeah. You got Chewy with kind of the weird haircut from. That Return was, of the Jedi, yeah, you know, where it's parted down the middle kind of thing. Right, right. Um, you know, but it's amazing how many different ways they've done Chewie sure. as an action figure. Yeah. Um, yeah, the original stuff, you know, it was like you said, it was the same mold. Everything was pretty basic. But then it, got, it just kind of got crazy at points because mm-hmm. uh, I've got some uh, Power of the Force 2 stuff. I'm like, that's not Chewbacca. Oh, you're talking about old He-Man Chewbacca? Yeah, he, well, he, Beast, every, he man, everybody's He-Man. Right, Beast-Man Chewbacca. Beast-Man Chewbacca. Yeah. Yes, by the power of grace. No, uh, that was different. Uh, but, yeah. Um, and, but then some of the later stuff, I guess, uh, Power of the Jedi, mm-hmm. you start, oh, that's a pretty cool moment. Yeah, yeah that yeah. looks like the movie. Uh, and there's there's a couple of them I'm actually still looking forward to get. Um, but, yeah, it, it definitely took Which a Which ones are you time. looking forward to get? Uh, the, the chess table one, where he's kind of... Lays back and he's, you know, the okay, whole, yeah. Uh, you want it on a card or you want it loose? Uh, I'll probably go for a card, so. okay. Yeah, well, never mind. Uh, so, oh, all right, I'll go loose. <laughs> <laughs> See, opportunity, take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, because we've used that image a lot for our lunch with Chewy. Sales. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, that's what the name of the sale is. And what's the other one you, you, you're looking for? Um, just some of the different ones. I mean, I, I, don't I mean, know you don't have about. anyone, but so that one, the, the Jerry, yeah, that's table a really yeah, that was a real cool one. Okay, so uh, I like that one. Um, but yeah, Chewbacca's always kind of been the the main guy there. And then after seeing the the new movie, yeah. I was like, hey, I think I have to step up my game and collect a little bit more. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. incorporate Han into this a little. Right. Bit. Well, now he's got the old bandolier strap different. Yeah. The oh, movie, so. and that's all. I was like, oh, more Chewbacca's to buy. So, <laughs> so growing up with that love of Chewie, mm-hmm. does that love transfer over to Han? Like because they kind of come as a pair. Or were you kind of as a kid? I can take or leave yeah. on solo. Or... Um, I would say I was probably take or leave as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but as I as I grew into my geekdom, right, and, like, we, hey, and we and we all kind of come together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, we all found out Hans is the coolest, and so oh, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to like Han. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Even even if you're a Luke guy, you got to be like, well, Han Solo is my favorite. Yeah. It's peanut butter and jelly. Man. I got to tell you, I was a Luke kid. I was oh, a yeah? Luke Skywalker kid. Loved Luke. You know who and, else loved Luke? Who's that? Brad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. See, I feel like Brad and I are more kindred spirits than he wants you to are. let on. You are. Come on, Brad. <laughs> Love me, Brad. Um, that was awkward. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. That came from a very real place. I'm very okay. tired. Um, the, uh, so I just know, I mean, I've, 
everyone loves Chewie. I don't right. know anyone who's a Star Wars fan who doesn't love Chewie. Right. But I, I, I think that you're legitimately the first person I've ever spoken to that's like, he's my favorite character. And that, oh, okay. And not that that's weird or anything. No. I just and, and I'm like, wow, that's strange. Because in my mind, when I think collecting, my mind immediately goes to figures, to action sure. figures. And knowing that we grew up in the same era, I'm like, man, there was only that one Chewie. Like, right. you know, for Han, you had four or five Hans. Luke had six or seven Lukes. Leia had five or six right. Leias. And it's like, you know, man, there was just the one Chewy, and what a... Well, I'm a simple person. Right, Let's just right, right. Well, okay. <laughs> no, but no, I'm a simple person. I like to, you know, just in life, I like to be straight, direct yeah. to the point. And that was, so there you go. Straight, that direct was to the point, That Chewbacca. was easy. I love that you had that plus Chewbacca. I've never really talked about that. Really? I, I can't believe I hadn't said anything about it. But yeah, that was, uh, and I think it's in our house, like upstairs, we've got like... Our boys have all kinds of stuff upstairs, mm-hmm. and then we've got one room that's a closet, and we basically call our library and have books in it. But on the top shelf, we have all kinds of these stuff. Animals, hey, don't touch these. Yeah. Whatever, he's up there. And you've passed that on to you've passed Star Wars oh, yeah. on to your boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my name's Lucas for Pete's sake. Nice. I have, yeah. to, I have to carry the torch. <laughs> uh, now their names are not Star Wars names, but right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all three of my boys love them. Um, you know, my oldest, who's fourteen, is kind of into the Black series, mm. um, the the six inch ones. Uh, my um, Middle son, who's 10, he's all into whatever, the mm-hmm. action figures. And then our, our six-year-old's about the same. So nice. he's got Buku's. And it's always a Star Wars Christmas, Star Wars yeah. birthday, all that stuff. So Yeah. And, I mean, and it's not going anywhere now. No. It's so it's, it's going to be easy to have those things. Right. You know, I, I remember um, I remember for birthdays getting some stuff. And, of course, Christmas is, you know, getting stuff. But then it went away. You know, it oh, was yeah. just gone. And... And I remember as a kid just being confused as a six, six, seven year old kid, like, why isn't there Star Wars in this catalog? There's always been Star Wars <laughs> right. in the Wish Book. Oh, you know, there's catalogs. always been Star Wars in the JCPenney catalog. And there's not anymore. And I'm like, I guess Transformers or G.I. Joe, you know, whatever. Oh, the, well. Which I love Transformers, <laughs> yeah. don't get me wrong. No, but, no, no. But it's not Star but, Wars. But yeah, right. And so um so yeah, there was kind of you know, we when we went into the dark times. Yeah. You know, it was like it, it was just like man, we Oh look, he yeah. and Chewbacca's here. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh man, when you hit the '90s and the old Power of the Force too. <laughs> yeah. But the thing was, is as, as weird as as funky as those molds were. Right. I was like, it's Star Wars, and it's coming back. And I remember I was in college, and the orange cards had all come out. You know, for collectors, know what I mean when I say the orange right. Power of the Force cards, and and that was like the beefed up Darth Vader and the beefed up Luke and the beefed up hand and everything, and just like these super muscular molds of all these people, monkey face Leia. And uh, she had a weird face. <laughs> she that first she did. One did. She really it, did. I mean, so much so that when they re-released her on a green card, they're like with new head sculpt, you know, yeah, like they like, had to, they that. had to promote that on the <laughs> yeah. card. Um, but I remember going down an aisle at Walmart in Lynchburg, Virginia, and it was, and all the green cards were starting to hit and, and we were starting to see, characters on cards like we'd never seen right. to that point you know you're starting to see uh tarkin and yeah. um and and different and i'm like and and the section was just getting bigger and bigger and i remember looking at a friend i'm like it's happening it's coming back and i'm broke you know <laughs> It's coming back, and I'm, and I'm broke. And uh, anybody want a monkey face, Leah? That's right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Leah, not Leah. Sorry. Right Apologies. when um right when now. I uh when I went to see the special editions, there was some dude trying to sell 
Oh, yeah. Do you remember, did, were you into collecting when those Power of the Force things came out? Uh, very minimal. I really kind of kicked it up back into high gear, I guess you could say, when Phantom Menace hit. Because mm-hmm. it was like, whoa. Yeah, there's a big new... midnight madness and yes, everything. I was living in Houston at the time. Uh-huh. Big uh, city. Yeah, big city. Right. Big city, bright lights, baby. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I had some some buddies I'd kind of, uh, our hearts had united and geeked them. Yeah. And uh, so we went in the middle of the night to, to Wally World right. and uh, went in and Wow, man, they just had this huge layout. I mm-hmm. remember that. Uh, but that's when I kind of got kick-started back yeah. into it. So. See, I was still... I was a Star Wars fan, but I, I didn't know about Midnight Madness. I didn't uh. know that you... And two, I was in a position where I could... I was still in a place where I just couldn't quite afford right. to jump back into collecting. And so yeah, it was really... <laughs> well, it was really the Power of the Jedi line when I when yeah. I finally was able to get into it, you know, big time yeah, again. Nice. And... Um, and I still think that that Hasbro hit a sweet spot with those figures. Yeah. But um, but yeah. And then from there, it was just like, well, the addiction continues. You know. <laughs> that's that's and, what it um, is. And um, and and I did Attack of the Clones, Midnight Madness. I did Revenge of the Sith, Midnight Madness. Right. Force Awakens. I did online with some people, and I just did everything through Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but then Rogue One. You know, yeah, I was right. here. Well, I was here saw. for Rogue One in right. Rome, and and of course, Last Jedi. I'd, and it's you know it's just fun. It's a it's a thing that's always kind of built the community up and brought us together. And mm-hmm. and um, and now with this new era of Star Wars, as I said at the outset, there's if you spend time online, if you spend time on social media, you're going to find nothing but hate. I mean, like yeah. it really is. Like it is the it, it's worse than the cave on Dagobah. You know that it's <laughs> it's just filled with the dark right, side. Right, it's, you know, yes. I feel cold, death. Um, and and so. That kind of that coupled with the Last Jedi for me, how'd you feel about the Last Jedi? Just in a nutshell, um, it was a Star Wars movie, so hey, yeah. it's always good to see a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. But there was parts of it where you're just like, well, that that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just uh, a lot of un, unanswered questions. Yeah. Or uh, so I, I'm not gonna say it's you know prequel bad, right? Uh, but easy. It, Sorry. Not a safe place to bash on the prequels. Sorry. I love uh, the prequels. I'm sorry. I mean, there's parts of the prequels I like. Yeah. Uh, you know, Darth Maul. Who doesn't like Darth Maul? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... What about Yoda breaking bad on Dooku? Oh, yeah. That the was The whole nice. Geonosis Arena scene yeah, with the... Yeah. yeah. When, yes, when the Republic gunship sets yes. down and he's there and, and all that. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Uh, but as a whole, if you had to give an assessment, I'd, I'm not a prequel guy. Um, sorry. Well, I mean that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we can agree to disagree. Right, we can agree to you Just, can it's your right to be wrong. That thank you. Wait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but no. Uh I like Force Awakens better yeah. than Last Jedi. But you know, nothing beats the yeah. originals. Right. Oh, well sure. Yeah. So right. and that's what I mean, that's the, a standard we'll always the, have. Right. The original trilogy stands in a right. in a in a space all its own. That right. that no I I sincerely don't think that there's any movie or trilogy of films that could ever touch the original trilogy of star wars i just don't think it's there you know yeah as much as you know back to the future comes close yeah you know but it's not quite there you know the maybe superman superman 2 and superman 3 come close what about superman 4 quest for peace i love superman 4 the quest for peace was it nuclear man it was that was yeah relevant message or time well needed. listen i was 10 years old when i saw it saw it with my dad to this day i love that movie that movie has heart behind all the crap and (laughs) and it's just you got to get past all the crap to get to the heart of the movie that's yeah and there's some great moments yeah uh but anyhow um 
this is not Lucas. You love Superman too. I do. That's what I, I love. That's the other yeah. thing. It's like, right. And people are like, oh, he's found his boyfriend. That's what. <laughs> that's what people online right now are saying. Oh, Star Wars so and Superman. Precious. He found his boyfriend. Oh, that's great. Um. So when I go into Solo, mm-hmm. I'm a little dis disenchanted with fandom because Phantom, Phantom, Fandom split down the middle. With, oh, yeah. with Last Jedi, like, and got hateful about things with sure each other, begin to just tear at each other's throats. And if you didn't like the Last Jedi, then then you're stupid and you don't get it, and you're an old fogey that doesn't want your Star Wars changed. And if you did like Last uh-huh. Jedi, then you don't understand Star Wars and you don't fundamentally get what's. And and so I was disenchanted with fandom. I'm disenchanted with kind of Star Wars because the more I watch the Last Jedi, the more I'm like. I don't think that I fully like this movie enough to say I like this movie. It's the first Star Wars movie that I haven't been able to fully embrace. Hmm. You know, right. Force Awakens took me a day or two. It right. took me. It took me a few viewings to right. really kind of. Oh yeah. Okay, I like this movie, but but with the Last Jedi, it's just it's been really hard to fully embrace. How many times have you seen it? Mm, let's see. I saw it three times in the theaters, yeah, and I've seen it here. once since it's been on home video, and so yeah. You know, it, it takes. I mean, I think I appreciate it more the multiple times I've mm-hmm. seen it, but yeah, it's still not arrived. Yeah. And so, so with going into solo, I was a little, a little trepidatious about things, and I know you were fired up about it. Well, of course, I mean, new Chewbacca, yeah, new Bandolier, but you know, I new think, Bandolier, <laughs> yeah, not was it Bandolier? Yeah, the Bandolier strap, yeah. like a new. I just like that. Yeah. That's a new, new Bandolier. I so mean, it's this awesome. Is really Cool. Yeah, you got Chewie got new clothes. Yeah, right. How does that happen for a Wookiee? <laughs> but I think uh, I think Solo kind of got the uh, the old kickball in the primary school in a small town treatment. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Uh, you know you've got a you've got a, a kid that that goes through primary school and he's notoriously bad at kickball. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody knows. Don't pick Johnny for right. kickball. All right, he eventually leaves the primary school and his his brother comes in. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's Johnny's brother. Don't pick him for kickball. Mm-hmm. He stinks like his brother. Yeah. Little do they know, Johnny is an automatic home run every time he steps yeah. up to kick. Yeah, Johnny's brother's automatic. Yeah, yeah, Johnny's yeah. brother. Sorry, that's yeah. a terrible illustration when you run it like that. That's fine. <laughs> I was, but I was tracking. You were tracking. I was following you. All right. So, but the whole reality of it is that's what I felt like for Solo. It yeah. got and just kicked the ball out of the park. I, I yeah, yeah, I think that Solo was so much fun. Oh yeah, no doubt. And and so much, it was what. And, and it had no, and again, it had no right to be because of all the behind the scenes crap right. that went on and everything, and 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 to leave that at the door and just say, well, what did we get, and is what we got enjoyable, and and does it feel like Star Wars? And honestly, yeah, it does. Right. Um, did you have like a favorite moment or two that you remember? I've, I've only seen it the one time. I haven't been able to go back and see. I've it only the second seen time. it twice, and my wife said I couldn't go back the third time. Oh, <laughs> so I'll be, I'm waiting, waiting for it to come out on home release. Uh, but uh, yeah, this the whole part when they throw Solo in there is you know feed him to the beast. Or oh do, yeah, see, yeah. I haven't when got you, all the lines locked in yet. Right. I've seen when it they enough. when they feed him. To yeah, the and beast. I'm just like, I know it's, who this is. Yes. And you hear the growl, and, you, and this matted mess comes forth, and I'm like, that's Chewbacca. I got to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting. Chewie. Oh really? You when they said feed him to the beast. I'm like, oh, this is classic Star Wars. He's going to go down and you know be right. some kind of like, not not the Rancor, but it'd be some kind of weird monster. You know, like. And I'm like, this would be pretty cool to see a new Star Wars critter like this. And then, and I'm like, that's Chewie. Yeah, that's right. like, I'm like, he's going to fight Chewie. And I'm like, this is classic like Marvel superhero stuff. You know, where it's like, let's fight before we're friends. Right, right. Yeah, I guess maybe uh, I had a little bit of a spoiler moment then. Because, you know, with the collecting aspect, I'm looking yeah. for things to, 
to purchase and add to my collection as well as to sell, I ran across some of the, I guess, the, the New York toy, toy Fair early mm. stuff from uh, Solo. And there was an image of Chewbacca mm-hmm. matted in mud. Oh, wow. He had like a uh, shackle yeah. on his oh. ankle. And then a Solo that was in that uh, uh, mud trooper suit yeah. covered in mud. And I was like, okay. He's dropped into this mud hole, so I put well, all the these were together. figures. Yeah, they haven't been released yet, uh, but they were there were preview photos huh. at, at uh, like Hasbro t- figures, mm-hmm. Toy Fair, yeah, three and three quarter inch. Yes, I'm I'm waiting. I'm looking for. Well, them. where are they, Hasbro? Yeah, right. They're going to do the same thing they did with that Radis wave of the Rogue One figures. Oh yeah, you know, just not even put them out there. Yeah, and then you're looking like crazy. After Which you know, and that's the thing is like I think that that there is that the movie has suffered unjustly. Sure. Based on prior movies' performances or prior movies' uh-huh. quality or whatever the case may be. Kickball. It is the kick. You, that was a great <laughs> analogy. That's a great analogy, you know. And I'm not, and that's not to say that The Last Jedi wasn't a home run for a lot of people. I know right, it was. Yeah. And, and I know that, and that's fine. And I don't, and I'm not trying to disparage that film to lift up another. Right. But I am saying that for me, the, my favorite, I can confidently say my favorite Star Wars movies in the Disney era have been the, the standalone films. Rogue One. I just absolutely love yeah, it. And I Solo, I love just a little bit less than Rogue right. One. Um, it, it, to, the, the thrill ride is there. It's like that classic Star Wars adventure, you know. Did you did you have a problem with Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo? Were you able to kind of... It took me a little while. Yeah. Because, you know, Harrison Ford is Han Sure, Solo. sure. But, you know, just to think, okay, just dial it back. And I, I thought there was parts that, you know, mm-hmm. I, like, eh, I could have worked on that. Uh, but just for the fun ride of it, I, I, was, I was good. I, uh, I actually put aside Harrison Ford a lot easier than I thought oh, yeah. I would when I watched it. Like, I just kind of like, okay, this is Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, the guy was better than, you know, a CGI Han Solo. Though. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the old, the old like, thousand yard stare. Awkward. Yeah, staring off into infinite nothingness <laughs> yes. Han Solo yeah. with the digital eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, he, he did a good job. Um, of course, you know, Chewbacca steals the show uh, for, for me. No Chewie, this... I really like Chewie in this movie. And I like what he and Han had in this movie. Like right. they Ron Howard and company did a great job of developing the Han Chewie relationship. A lot of people have kind of complained about the lack of a life debt, you know, which is something that came uh, out of the old EU. It came out right. of like the Brian Daly novels and stuff. Um are you okay with where they stand with each other? Do you or did you like want to see Chewie like pledge his life debt to no, Han? Well, I mean, you okay? So you have the feed him to the beast mm-hmm. deal. That's the moment they become friends or their their lives intersect. But if you really want to have that life debt, yeah, he saves his life. You know, he's hanging. He's about to hit a cliff or the rock when they're yeah. on the train. Yeah. He pulls him in. Yeah, they don't have a dialogue. Oh, you saved my life. Right. I pledge you. Blah 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 blah. Sorry, that was this could have crashed there. Was that talking. your was that your was that your Wookiee? Blah 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 blah. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love yeah. what about the first time we ever have Wookiee translated for us? Oh on the yeah. Screen? That was cool. That was cool. Uh, not that it hasn't happened before, but I'm sure people are working hard at home to translate to try, documents yeah, into Wookiee. Yeah, now. to start yeah. It's like we can use this information. Yes, it is now becoming an official Wookie. language. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, but uh yeah, so I, it didn't break my heart. And I think most fans, well, maybe not most fans, but many fans are saying, okay, so they're not acknowledging the expanded universe stuff, mm-hmm. so now they're reinventing it. And I'm okay with that. Well, the so. thing is, is I like the idea, and a lot of people have said this, is that you know Chewie being bound to Han by a life debt 
is it's okay and it's great and it lets you know Chewie's noble and he's part of a race right. of people that are noble and take honor and stuff very seriously. But to have Chewie choose to stick with Han without this life debt stuff, which obviously I think I think the concept of a life debt is in the canon because of some of the books and everything right. now, the newer stuff. But to not, you know, maybe we haven't seen that moment yet, but we, what we've seen is a friendship develop between these oh, two. Sure, you yeah. know, and I think that's more important than seeing a moment in time where Chewie's like, well, now I owe you a life debt. Right. You know, yeah. and, um, and so when, you know, him saving Chewie, him having conversations with Chewie about stuff, and to the point that when Chewie sees that other Wookiee enslaved and getting beat down by the right. pikes and at Kessel, it's like, Okay, you go help him, you know. Yeah. And uh, when it, when the whole thing was do not deviate from the plan, and Han's like, "All right, I'm calling an audible. I'm deviating from the plan." Yeah. You know, Chewie went to go help this dude. I don't know if he'll be back or not. Right. You know? Yeah. He did that for Chewie. So. And right. Yeah. He yeah. did it. He did it for Chewie. He did it for that Wookiee. And it's just like you get to see Han's heart of gold in there. I think. Right. And it was really just a. I thought they did a good job of of showing Han be kind of the the tough, hard edged. Um, smuggler you right. know uh scoundrel 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 um you know i guess but they also have that heart of gold come through with him and i guess one and one of the things that my mind went to not in the moment but after the movie is i went back to force awakens and i and i in my mind i'm seeing han down there with mm-hmm. kylo ren i'm seeing chewbacca up high mm-hmm. looking on and seeing his friend die mm-hmm and just and maybe this is just crazy, but then I'm thinking, okay, now we've got even more to the backstory of yeah. why that hurts Chewbacca so right. bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we know they're good. I mean, right. you know, the original movies make it clear they have a great, great relationship. But now we're like, hey, this is where it began. Yeah, so now, forty years of friendship. Yeah, you know? forty years of friendship and some punk kid. Hmm. So, but you know, that's Han didn't even go out in a blaze of glory. No, he didn't. Yeah. Just, don't even get me started no. on that. Now Where is that going to go? I don't know. Well, it's but here's another question nobody's asking. Yeah, okay, great. Another question. How long was Chewie in that pit? How long was he the beast? What did he what did he really eat? Because one of the if we're looking at timelines here, the last time we see Chewbacca, episode three, mm-hmm. he's rather portly. <laughs> all right That's when true. we see him and solo yeah he's stretched out 20 I think, 20 years later 20 years, 10 later. years later 10 years yeah. later yeah i mean he's he's thinner yeah i'm just saying hmm. it's just something people aren't asking as a chewbacca advocate well he was obviously he was obviously enslaved yes in that moment you know i'm like he wookies have been enslaved yeah. right he they were obviously using him for their weird twisted entertainment and stuff yeah and, who knows um, who that was? You know, who? I, I'm, I'm sure he ate whoever he had to kill. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't want to think about Chewbacca that way. Mm-mm. What if, you know, well, we wouldn't have so much if he had ate Han Solo. But, right. But, I mean, just to get a glimpse in what's the everyday life of Chewbacca in the pit. Well, I, I don't know listen, if he's the warm, fuzzy people bear that everyone Well, he telling. is, though. That's the thing. Yeah. That's, and that's, as hard he is, you're right. And, that, and, that's what, and that's what makes him being down there so sad. Yeah. You know, and, and the fact that he would have to turn to be this brutal thing, you know, because of what has happened to him is that he is at his heart this this warm, loving Wookiee. I mean, right. th- you go back to A New Hope. He'd known Leia for all of 20, 30 minutes, you know, enough time to to rescue her, get out of the trash compactor. Sure. She called him a walking carpet. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then we uh, we see them after the they beat the TIE Fighters to get away from the, the Death Star. And we did it, and they hug each other. Right. And um, 
and and it's just That's like beautiful hug motion. It, well, I mean, the point is, it's like there is a relationship sure. there. You know, Luke and uh, Luke and Chewie, and at the beginning of Empire, when Chewie and Han are getting ready to leave, you know, Luke reaches up and kind of gives them a, you know, you know, almost a pet, like you <laughs> know, scratch by the ear kind of thing. And you didn't see off camera, but his foot's like oh, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you get to return the Jedi when 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 Leia brings him in to as Boosh brings him into Jabba's right, palace yeah. and, and, and they get Han thought out and Han's down in jail and he's, you know, yeah. Chewie, is that you? And Chewie just runs out and hugs him yeah. real big. He, Chewie is a big softy. Right. Chewie is. But anyone that's put in that type of position is going to have to harden up. They're going to come to the point in their existence where they're going to do what they have to do to survive. Survive, yeah. You survive know? of the fittest. And that's why, but Chewie, who he is, it is, in his heart, I think, is the reason he listened to Han when Han started to speak Wookiee, you know, and it's like... Yeah, he touched it. Yeah, it touched yeah. his heart. He, uh-huh. Well, he, he got down to the art of communicating with him, and, and then it's like, all right, let's get out of here. And they weren't uh-huh. sure of each other. That's the thing. It's like, it was really cool. It was a classic kind of comedic step of them, you know, being chained together right. and not sure of each other, and let's go this way, and then Chewie's oh, like... Oh, yeah, you knew it was coming. <laughs> I mean, it was predictable, but it's still pretty funny. And, and so Chewie's just dragging Han along behind right. him. And, and then the old shower scene, that was... That yeah, was He's yeah. like, ah, oh, could we not wait? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just good to see Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other than just, you know, just kind of a sidekick, mm-hmm. here's a shot, here's a shot, here's a shot. Now you just see more of that story. Him some more devoted. How do you feel about Donald Glover's Lando? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about, you know, before you actually see him on screen, you hear his voice. You think, wow, Billy he's doing, in He's here. doing a spot on Billy yeah, D impersonation. It's sweet. Yeah, it, yeah, it was until, but then he kind of fell out of that, I feel like, as yeah. the movie goes on. But, um, but I, I was, I kept expecting to see the good in Lando, you know, and, and the only time we really see that is when L3 gets, right. you know, destroyed. It's like, yeah. That's a droid, you know. That's and maybe there's something weird going on with yeah, that droid. We got some, uh, some right. things of possibly. But I'd so. like to see, I'd like to see a little bit more humanity from him than you know than what we got to see. And that's why I wish, you know, I, I'm I'm afraid based on the underperformance at the box office and everything that there's not going to be a sequel. And I think this movie really deserves a sequel. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be a sequel, but you know, there's and. You may know more than I do, but and you know, I know there's stuff in the works with live action series. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good way to spin off of this. I mean, there's all kinds of storylines they can chase. Yeah, uh, you know everything from that to Kira to this yeah. or that. So, yeah, I, they've got to go somewhere with mm-hmm. it. I feel like they just to do it justice. So, so this movie and, and we base this on what he tells when he tells Chewie when he says something about flying something and Chewie flips the switch and he's like, you can fly, you know, what do you know about flying? Yeah. 190. <laughs> yeah, right. You look great. Based on that, everyone I think is putting this movie 10 years before new hope because it was always said Chewie was 200. Right. Yeah. In a new hope. And so that would put it about five years before rebels. Okay. Starts out before we introduced to rebels in the, All in right. the rebel series, which would put it about, you know, just at 10 years before rogue one and everything. Um, the, that last, Moment after everything's gone down, by the I just want to say Dryden Voss, uh, uh, cool character, Vision, um, Paul Bettany, yeah, as Dryden Voss, I thought was just a great villain as far as yeah. like you know, he never really was trying to stop them, but if they failed, then they're big, you know, right? They're and he had big a trouble. really interesting skin condition, yes, yeah, yeah you know, and so. And, he, and I thought he played it so well of, of going back and forth between, you know, just being very 
calming and controlling right. scary to when he snapped it's like Flip oh my switch. gosh yeah um, radiating uh, but so so spoiler alert, he dies mr coach klein <gasps> i didn't see that one. yeah and and so kira is left now she's going to yeah. take over his part of the the empire and right. she still has a big boss to answer to uh yeah and so. it's it's old darth maul oh that was awesome that yeah. was awesome when you see him because you you know obviously following the the clone wars when he reappeared there you're like oh that's so cool that storyline see him again and um um rebels mm-hmm. and everything so but then now on the big screen yeah you're like ah, yes darth maul so and, you know and you know i think the first time i saw it you know of course it's darth maul notice things he's older but then the second time I saw it, okay, oh, look at those legs. Those are mechanical legs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't get to see those mechanical legs. Yeah. When, when he comes on, you know, he's in profile. They just kind right. of show him from the side. He's all hooded up. And I'm like, I know that voice. Yeah. Where's that voice? I'm supposed to know who this is just from the voice. And I'm not. And I'm going to be an idiot when I get online and people are saying <laughs> this. And then as it pans around and shows his face, I'm like, oh, my lanta. Yeah. You know, it was just like, oh, my gosh. This is, there was that moment in me that just absolutely squealed with, with, joy and delight over Darth Maul. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, and I'm like this, because it's something I didn't expect. It's something that I, you know, and now I'm trying to put all the pieces together. I'm like, all right, where did we meet him in Rebels? He was kind of on the outs of everything. Like, he was pretty much, when we get, and refresh my memory if Uh you can, in Rebels, by the time we meet Maul in Rebels, he's basically on his own there is no more yeah crime. he's on his own you know they're uh they find him what is it in the sith temple mm-hmm. deal uh he's on his own uh he tries to get ezra to to be his apprentice right. and all that jazz yeah he's he's on his own so and so um, i'm thinking i'm thinking one of two things mm. is either a what we may get to see is his crime syndicate get dismantled by the empire right you know which would put him in the crosshairs of darth vader and we may get to see that Maul Vader showdown. Or B, the you know, when we meet up with him in Rebels, and remember that episode where he and Ezra are both looking into both the holocrons right. to try to figure out and they both come into the twin sons concept and it's like and but they're for different reasons. Ezra sees hope as far as here's the hope for the galaxy. Right. Maul sees hope as here's my hope for revenge. Right. And so Maul is just driven by revenge for Obi Wan. And and I'm wondering if maybe what we might actually see is if we get these Obi-Wan movies that people are talking about is if we get to see Obi-Wan actually leave Tatooine for a little bit to go take out the, or crime syndicate on Tatooine or whatever the case may be. And he tracks down who the head of it is. Right. And he thwarts the whole thing and Maul knows it's Kenobi. So he's like, I'm oh. going to get you. you yeah. Know? That is a great story. Um, I don't even think about that. Yeah. And that's kind of where I feel like we're going, you know, and because we know a lot about Kenobi already. Yeah. Because I mean, that would that would definitely fit into the unanswered questions that Solo leaves, mm-hmm. and then having the Kenobi movie. Yeah, right. I like that. That's good. Yeah, and so, so that's the thing. It's like there's a lot. There's some options they could do, even though we know where Maul ends up. You know, we know right. what happens with him. Yes. You know, in Rebels and everything, but it's just like that. I ne- I didn't think there was any more story to tell with him. You know, and I'm like, I'm so glad there is. Yeah, yeah. Because this character. is, yeah, because, well, because they've made him such a good character. I mean, you didn't have much. I mean, and I guess that's one of the problems I have with the prequels. You don't have much about him. He just got mm-hmm. cool guy. Right. And he's got a double lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. And then, but then now with Clone Wars, Rebels, now Solo, right. and hopefully more. Hopefully more. The story keeps yeah. unpacking. Yeah. Which I think we've all wanted more Maul story from the onset. Well, and what I like, yeah. though, about about what they've done with Maul is I think they 
the, of course they've fleshed him out. They've had more time to flesh out that character in the Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. But what you also see is a Maul who evolved from what we saw in the Phantom. In the Phantom Menace, he is just brute force. Sure. And, you know, that's what the that's what Palpatine was using to reveal himself to the Jedi is this brute force apprentice of his who, for all intents and purposes, had it won until Obi-Wan pulled a move on him, you know, that Anakin would later try to pull of a sorts on Obi-Wan, so Obi-Wan knew what to look for. Right. You know, when it comes to, I have the high ground. That's why that was a big deal. You know, it's like Obi-Wan had the act of surprise on Maul, but he didn't, Anakin couldn't pull Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's like, that's my trick, Anakin. I'm not cut your arms and legs <laughs> off. Um, but I, I think that Maul had to be out of the way for the rise of Dooku in those prequels, because Dooku is someone who could be a political leader. And I don't think Maul right. could have been the political leader that Dooku was. And always two there are, a master and apprentice. So someone had to be out of the way. Oh, sure. And and so with Dooku on the scene as the political leader of the of the of the uh of the Confederate of the the, the Separatist yeah. or whatever, the Confederacy of the Separatists, he had to you know, Maul had to be gone. And Darth Tyrannus had to step up. But the fact that they were able to bring him back in Clone Wars and do all this stuff with him to to hit him I, it just came out of the blue for me, and I was just really... Had it not been a Sunday afternoon and been so tired, I probably would have yelled. I probably would have been like, yeah! So but, yeah, Sunday afternoons, you don't have even the ability to yell. Oh, it's very tired. I'm uh, very tired on Sunday oh, afternoons. Oh, I hear you, man. I you know, know how that goes. I know how it goes. Um, I know exactly how that works. So, so I, you know, we got to wrap up, because I know you've got to go. But yeah. um, the overall big thoughts, big picture thoughts, favorite moments, you know, quick bullet points on Solo... Um, loved it. Bullet point one. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Bullet point two. Let me get, let's get a three point thesis here from you. Okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do I have a point to put in? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> On the spot. No, I love the movie. Obviously, a lot of it. You know, just acknowledging my uh, my affinity for uh, Chewbacca drives a lot of that. Mm-hmm. To see more of his story, uh, to see the whether we saw people in cameo or heard their names in cameo, or you talking about like Bosk, Bosk, or yeah. seeing all those things were so cool. Because uh, it, it it puts all the pieces together, obviously with Darth Maul's appearance at the end, uh, the the Mandalorian armor and Voss's office or his. See, little, I missed that. Yeah. yeah, and seeing that, and you know, after after you see it the first time, okay, Maul's a part of the picture. Then you think, okay, Clone Wars, his time mm, on Mandalore, right, right. because he's the head dog. Is he like you know, this is part of who we are? You yeah. know, acknowledging this. Uh, all those different things. I mean, and maybe I'm overanalyzing this, uh, but even the little emblem for uh, Crimson Dawn is the circle with the line through it. Mm-hmm. Maybe because Maul was cut in half. I don't know. You know, all right. those little things. Yeah. Are like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So cool factors off off the chart. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you're holding out, whatever, get over that. Go. See I really the movie. do. I, that's the one thing I want people to listen yeah. to know is, and and we've spoiled a lot for you. Sure. I apologize. Sorry for about that. that. Yeah. You need to go see how bad we spoiled it. Right. But. <laughs> That it is such a fun movie. Yeah, it's such a it's such a good time that it merits a trip to the movie theater for or you twice you or know. thrice. Yeah, I, I really I yeah. really think so. And you know, and 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 th- and this is coming from someone like I said who's been disenchanted. With, I've been disenchanted with fandom and and really the franchise as a whole. To go sit down and just have fun with this movie was so refreshing and right. so much. You know, and there is a lot of fan service in there. I think I think it I think it benefits and suffers a little bit from the amount of fan service that's there. Right. But at the same time, it's the amount of fan service that was needed 
after all the controversy of of the last shot and everything uh beckett i, I want to really quick you mentioned aura singh yeah they, they say beckett killed aura singh and i'm like did he kill her or was he just there when she died? Yeah, even you know, his comments right. read that way. Because he, I mean, yeah, he's good. You see that with his handiwork of the gun and stuff. But he's kind of a goofball, too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Solo's using him as his mentor. You can kind of see why. He Solo. is a template of Solo. Yeah, yeah like he really I can, is. You know, like people could say that Han killed Boba Fett. Did he? <laughs> or was he there? Hey, and see, yeah. that's it. It's that yeah. same template. You're and that's, right. and that's like what that. I'm wondering about Beckett. Did he? And that's a story I want to have told. Like if right. someone puts, if they put out the Beckett comic, in his name Beckett, I'm, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, if they put out the Beckett comic, uh, I want to see him quote-unquote, kill or a sing, yeah. just to see if he really killed or he was there. A little nudge. Um, well, Lucas, you want to plug Lucas Toys and Ag yeah, Shelly uh, Toy Mafia? Yeah, on uh, Facebook, uh, check out Lucas Toys. Uh, it's a Facebook page. kind of just gives you a shot of some of the collecting I do, as well as promote some of the sales we have come up. We do our sales through a Facebook page called Action Alley Toy Mafia. Um, uh, we've got a guy they call the Godfather. He's really kind of started it all. Just awesome guy, Jason Stewart. He has a sale on Monday nights for the most part. Uh, the last few weeks, he's had some primo vintage stuff. So if you're looking to add pieces to your collection, uh, if you're a collector, uh, that's something to check out. Uh, we have a, a guy that does some pop figures uh, on usually on Thursday night. And we've got some other sellers to jump in. I'm always on on Friday for the most part. Uh, I'm probably going to take a break pretty soon. Uh, but we have a lunch with Chewy deal. We do it uh, 12 uh, Eastern time. Uh, like, you know, for tomorrow, we've got uh, kind of a mega sale. We're running through all kinds of stuff, Mo- modern cartridge stuff, some of Steve's stuff's in that. Uh, we've got uh, Black Series we're running through for an hour. Then we've got uh, complete vintage figures. Then we got a vintage grab box. We just kind of dig out a vintage figure, start it at $3 or $6, depending on the condition, and see where it ends up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of fun. But, yeah, Lucas Toys and then Action Alley Toy Mafia. Check us out if you're on Facebook. Just all on the just all on the Facebook. All on the Facebook. Um, you know what? I I just realized I, I asked you before what's a good song to kind of close out with based on um, uh, you know Han Solo and who he'd be. Right. You, you remember the uh, the um, the trailer starting out with that little jing, jing? Yeah, yeah. What is that? What song is that? Jing jing. Uh, I've got to see if I can find it real quick. Um, and I wish you were still talking about everything. Oh, I, I, I do have fun doing the sales, yeah. and, and I am trying to. Um, In the days of my yeah, the, the the sales are a lot of fun because you know when I first started doing it because you know unless you're there or Buster or Brad is there, you're sitting in a room. Kind of like uh, you're doing with your, your talking here. Right. Uh, and you just read comments on a page. And, you know, if you've never done that before, you really just got to gear your mind towards becoming part of that character, uh, part of that community. So, right. Oh, this is it. This is it. Well, this it. is the Zeppelin, Good Times, Bad Times. Is that what it's from? It really know. sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. When you, yeah. But it, it, I don't know if it meant to be, but it would, it did kind of sound like it. Oh, yeah. And um, I... Look, I've enjoyed sitting in on the sales. Oh. I have a lot of fun, and yeah. and of course, I've been able to unload some stuff. Sure, and, yeah. and everyone, just so you know, please don't panic. I am unloading a big chunk of my collection, but it's for future yes. things that are needed in my you life. You have a great motive. That's you right. Something you're so, aiming at. I like right. It. I'm not. I'm not hating Star Wars by no, by not. selling stuff. It's just like I've had to really decide what do I want to focus in on when it comes to collecting. What do I want to keep because. Life is definitely shifting sure. in, in Steve's world. So um, more information on that as we uh, progress <laughs> down the line. You usually hear those kind of updates on the old Big Honkin' Show, but that's fine. <laughs> um, 
dude, thank you so much oh, for, for sitting in. It it's was been fun. It's been a blast. You have to come back when we've got a little more time to right. sit around and chew the fat about all things geek and Superman. Oh, yeah. What we need to do is is do a whole Superman discussion. Okay, yeah, and I'd like that. I, I, I think I yeah. think that'd be some fun to do. I'm, I'm sure I would be, uh, um, what's the word, dwarfed by your knowledge of Superman. Not at all. No, no, things. no. I mean, I think we come from the same place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, I, I think you just know more than I do. I don't know about all that. Okay. Let's we'll not, let, uh, look, we're not going. Okay. It's not a contest. All right. But I win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, geekoutonline at gmail.com is email geekoutonline at gmail.com head out and check out the Guardians of the Goldiverse Facebook page it's where we just kind of listen there's no drama in the Guardians of the Goldiverse if you want to if you want to be on social media but get away from all just the crap head over to uh, the Guardians of the Goldiverse Facebook page if you haven't become a part of that yet there are a couple of security questions to answer so we can know that you're a legit member of the Goldiverse and that you're a listener uh, and we'll let you in there. Teresa does a great job of running things, and um, and so uh, so check us out over there. Uh, Twitter at Geek Out Loud at Goliverse are the places where you can find everything. If you don't like the show, if you don't like me, I'm easy to find. I said it on Rebel Force. I'll be on an upcoming episode of Rebel Force Radio. Oh, cool! So get ready for the hate mail to flow in for that. Um, <laughs> Carrier pigeons. Oh man, it's going to be bad. Yeah. It, no, it's going to be bad. Oh, is it? I'll have to tell you when you got a minute. Okay. Um, but uh, it, but so check out RFR if you want the controversial Steve. Uh, that's where I'll be. And then. Um, and then patreon.com slash geekoutloud if you want to support the shows. Like I said, we've got the Big Honkin' Show weekly. We've got uh, Forceology coming up very soon with Shaz. And, uh, so, uh, You'll hope... be at Action Alley tomorrow I will for be, the sales. Yeah, I will be at Action Alley from 10 to 2. It. I'll be at yeah. the 10 to 2 part of things yeah. for the mega sale. Yeah. And uh, probably still trying to dump some more items right. on you just in case. <laughs> hey, we'll go until we go. So. There you go. All right, everyone. Hope you have a great whatever you're having. Until next time. For Lucas Butler, I'm Steve Gloss, and we'll see you on the next Geek Out Loud. Have a good one, everybody. Yeah.